In today's episode, I want to walk you through something that I see so many coaches fail to build. It is a solo episode, but if you get this thing right, it's going to not only increase your level of confidence as a coach in the world, but it's also going to improve the results that your clients get, which then knocks on and helps you to retain clients longer and activate more referrals because of the experience that they have with you. So don't fail to build this, add this into your repertoire and your business or your practice. So let's dig in today's episode. Welcome to the UpCoach Podcast for modern coaches and creators with your host, Todd Herman. In 20 minutes or less, our goal is to share one big idea that will transform your coaching and your business. So let's get into today's episode. Hello, my friend. We are going to have a solo episode of UpCoach today with just myself. And before we kick off into it, I want to ask you a quick question. Hypothetically, you're not here with me, but you are. The question is, what do you think is one of the key and core pillars of creating a powerful coaching practice or creating a powerful coach in the way that they show up with their clients? Give you a few seconds to think about it. There's many things that we all need in order to build successful coaching businesses or successful coaching practices or deliver fantastic results to clients. So there'd be many different answers, but I can tell you that the biggest mistake that I see coaches make in the way that they show up for clients is they do not have a consistent structure for how they operate a coaching conversation with their clients. I got very lucky early in my career because I started out in sports and In 97, when I kicked off my coaching business, I sort of modeled what I would do as a coach going to work with a soccer team. I'm going to go in with a game plan of what that particular practice is going to look like. So in the context of those coaching conversations I was having early on, I went in with a very loose framework for how I thought that the coaching call, the coaching session should actually go. So The challenge that this creates, if you don't have a good structure or a good model or a good framework for how you consistently have your conversations, is you leave your clients with a roller coaster of results or a roller coaster of experiences from each of your different sessions instead of consistently always producing a defined outcome or a defined action plan that they can go and use until your next session. They might have a great session with you. They might have a poor session with you, but they can't even pinpoint why it is. And when that happens, that is going to affect people returning to you, people re-upping, people renewing, et cetera. So I highly encourage you to, if you don't already, have a very well-defined structure for how you operate your coaching sessions. Now, don't make the mistake of being someone who goes and accumulates 40 different types of models or frameworks for how you deliver a session to clients. So many people think that that's what they should be doing so they can maybe show their mastery of coaching. 
But the reality is the most effective and highly paid coaches in the world will have one to three models or frameworks that they typically would basically push their conversation through. And it maps to exactly my experience with working with you know elite athletes as I was scaling up the peak athlete. The hockey player that had in the National Hockey League, the greatest success rate on breakaways. So it's him against the goalie only had two total moves that he ever did. And every single goalie in the league knew exactly what his moves were. But he had mastered those two moves so much that it didn't matter what the goalie was going to do. He would score on roughly 72% of his breakaways. And a lot of people think that, oh, well, 100% would be even better. Well, when you think that the average is somewhere around 18% for the best players in the world, that's an incredible number. So I wanted to unpack one of my favorite models and frameworks that I was able to latch on to very early in my career. And the person who invented it, Sir John Whitmore, I think belongs on the Mount Rushmore of coaching because of the contribution of his model, which is the GROW model. And the GROW model is an acronym and it stands for goals, reality, options, and will or what next, depending on where you might see it. So if we break it down, the goals part is always when you're coming into a coaching conversation, discussing the importance of having a very clear objective and goal for whether it's the conversation that we're having. So what's the topic of this call? What's the need? Or it's actually defining what the goals are for that client. Because without that, the conversation just sort of leaks in many different directions. And then again, those clients, those customers of yours are going to end up feeling unfulfilled in their experience of your coaching. So we start with the goals part, and then it moves on to the reality of their current experience. So they have a goal of insert whatever. Well, now let's bring it back to where are we now, which is the reality of things. So that could be inviting that person to take their own self-assessment of it. That could also lead towards examples or feedback that they could be eliciting from you on what you think of their approach to life or what you see they could be possibly making a change towards. It could be also challenging some of their assumptions about their own reality as well, which is Another part of the equation that many coaches don't get quite right, and again, that comes back to the confidence of the coach being able to challenge someone's own assumptions about their own capabilities, their own paradigm, or their own belief about something. So having that in your back pocket, making sure that we challenge the assumptions that that client might be making is a really important part of that reality section of a conversation. And those first two goals and reality, if we don't dial those in, if we don't get that focal point right of those, the next two stages will be less effective. This is where people would end up spinning their wheels and trying things that aren't really working, but that's because we really didn't define the goal properly, or we didn't define the reality of that client properly as well. You know, it's the classic analogy of truth is so important 
and we need to get honesty from people. So truth is like the center of town. There's many different ways and directions to get there, but we have to get there. So building up that great rapport and that great relationship with our clients is so critical as we've covered in many other episodes already with some of the great luminaries that have come in. So dialing in the goal and the reality is critically important so that we can set up the next two phases inside the grow model, which is now the O stands for options for you. And that would be, well, so Samantha, what are some ways that you think that you could go about achieving this goal? or getting to the next stage or the next milestone or whatever that is. And oftentimes they'll only be coming in with one and maybe two options. And so we need to challenge them more. We need to elicit more options from them. And this goes to the quality of the questions that you ask. Is there anything else that you're not thinking about? Or remove them from the equation and say, let's just move into an observer. And if you were standing outside and looking in on this person's situation, which is your situation, but you're looking in at this person's situation, what would you see that they're not seeing right now? So that disassociation can help that person. The point of this is we want to get them to come up with as many options as possible. Then when they do come up with these options, we want to monitor as coaches and see, are they constantly and consistently choosing the easiest option? Or are they constantly choosing the most non-obvious option? Because those are some blind spots that they have. And that gives you another opportunity to coach that person to another level. So the power of these frameworks, whether it's a grow model or an Oscar model, which is another model, or the T-Grow model, there's so many other models and frameworks that you can be using. But the power of them is it helps you to show and display your coaching skills, but inside structure. Again, the novice coaches that are out there don't use it and the best of the best will use it. So that's the options part. And then the final one is the wrap up, which is what are you going to be committing to? What's the next action steps? What are some of the obstacles possibly in you choosing this option and getting it out into the world? Just so we can kind of finally tighten those screws just in case they have an opt-out or they have some sort of mental opt-out towards not going and completing the action that they need to take. Or what are some specific milestones that they could be hitting as they choose this particular option in the next week or month, however long the gap is between when your next interaction might be with them. The point of this though, beyond allowing me to prop up Sir John Whitmore and the GROW model, which is super powerful, is it is so critical in the building of any coaching business, small or big that there is a consistent way that we deliver or produce results for people. And one of those frameworks that we need in order to be successful is having a specific way that we show up as coaches and have these conversations with people. If you don't have it, you're going to end up having that roller coaster ride with your clients, very inconsistent results, inconsistent experiences with people. And by the way, Even if you do have these frameworks and structures, you can deliver phenomenal coaching moments in minutes with people. The mastery of even the grow model itself, it can be executed in less than a minute with someone. Or if it's a larger conversation, it could be expanded out over the course of 90 minutes to two hours because that's the power of any great model and framework like the grow model. So I highly encourage you on your pathway to 
growing and mastering this particular business that we're all in, that you go out and you decide on an important framework model to include in your coaching process. Because the moment that you do, it starts to really up-level your coaching skill set, but more importantly, the results for all of our clients. It's the you know systemization of one really, really critical part of our world. So I hope this was helpful. I hope this prods a few people to get involved. The one thing that I say, I'll say I see nowadays, back in the early 2000s, this was actually a very common practice. People did have frameworks that they were using, but as the coaching world started to explode more and more and more, and now that a lot of people come to it as a, let's say, an easy business model or whatever their frame is, thinking that it's a, an easy method to make a bunch of money, you've got a lot of people who don't take the seriousness of these particular parts of the coaching experience serious enough. And there's so many people out there then that have really poor experiences in the world of coaching. But if you can be the one that delivers a powerful experience, it sets you again so much further apart than the other people out there who hang up a shingle and call themselves a coach. So this is a part of becoming a transformative leader in our space. And I wanted to jump in this week and have a conversation around it because I just believe so much in the world of coaching and the power that it can deliver to not just individual clients, but humanity in general. And if I can prod at least one person to go and actually engage with having a new model or framework that they can engage with on their own coaching conversations, then that's a big win. I am Todd Herman. Thanks for joining me on another edition of the UpCoach podcast. And I hope you have a powerful week with your clients and a powerful week growing your business. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the UpCoach podcast with your host, Todd Herman. I hope you got a lot of value from today's episode. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast so you get notified when we drop our next episode every week. Just type in the UpCoach podcast in the search and click the subscribe button on your favorite listening platform and a review, a little snar rating wouldn't hurt. And finally, all the show notes, tips, links shared, and the transcript is over at upcoach.com slash podcast, where you can also get your free trial for our modern transformation platform, specifically built for coaches and creators that care. The UpCoach podcast is produced by our friends at Ventures FM. Now that's all for this episode. We'll see you next time. And of course, keep on coaching.